Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following podcast was made purely for satirical purposes and should not be taken seriously. And his name is... It's now time for the Wrestling Roast. Introducing your Roast Masters, KJ and Ali Osatian. It is time to roast. Hi folks, welcome back to the Wrestling Roast. We're your hosts, KJ and Ali Osatian. Hey Ali, what's up? In the midst of the heat wave, KJ, just trying to stay cool while cooler than usual. <laughs> all right, ah, all right, all right, all right. oh mate, fucking mate, kill hell, it with the went, heat wave. I went hell walking the other day. What the fuck's hell walking? Hell, H I W L. You should know how to say hell. Oh you, hell, you won't land oh, here. Yeah. You know, you're oh, yeah. hell, hell. Oh hell. hell. I climbed a hell. place called Conic Hill in uh, Loch Lomond. It was lovely. Oh right, right, okay. Me and the me and the lovely girlfriend, we we climbed up. There was it took about two hours. There was one section that I thought I was going to die. I had my Samsung smartwatch on, and I was looking at my heart rate, and it was one seven five, and I had to stop. Oh, <laughs> what the so, fuck? But it it got down quick. Got down quick. Healthy guy. Um, oh okay, okay. Well, but no, it was well. tough. It was tough at parts, but it was fun. And then at the bottom, there's a pub, and we had a pub lunch. Pub lunch. Pub lunch. Mm. I like that. It sounds like a exciting, uh, adventurous time, Ollie. You're you're a very adventurous kind of guy, aren't you? Well, it was lovely. Let me um, actually send you a photo so you can you see me at the top. 
Uh, oh, great. okay. Great radio. Okay. Um, great radio. Great, great, yeah. Um, Give me one second. You, you know, I was in a very silly mood, and then you asked me, like, work-related stuff before uh-huh. the, the podcast, and, yeah. and now I've gone into, like, work mode. Work mode. And I'm like, work yes, mode enabled. Look at, look at, yes, work, <laughs> work mode enabled. So, but yeah, man, just like fucking. No, you're, it's you're, good you're that you're I got you your... work mode because you were doing your stupid English accent and now you're doing it again. I thought I got it out of your system. Yeah. Oh, look at you, mate. Fucking lovely with your fucking biceps. Stop it. Stop the, stop the voice. Oh. I'll end the podcast right now. No, don't do that. <laughs> I mean, don't do that, mate. Shut up. Yeah, look at that. Why are you flexing your bicep here? I'm not flexing my bicep. That's what my biceps look okay. like. No, no. You know what you've done? You've done that thing where you you put your arm, you put your hand behind your bicep and push it out. Yeah, and That's then your bicep pops. Arms. I'm just muscly, KG. I can bench press 100 kilos. Suck it. Oh, I will. Um, and ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, it looks good. It looks good, mate. Fucking yeah. uh, I, I, oh look! Oh, there's another picture. I didn't see this one. It wasn't. Um... Oh look at you! Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. yeah! Describe, yeah. describe yeah. the photo. A wee cheeky Ollie's got his uh, hand on his missus's butt, and uh, they're looking at a lovely, uh, lovely. Did she give you consent there? That's Lock Lomond, KJ. Lock Lomond. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's quite like near it where where your where your land is. Oh, did you go and pay tribute? Like, put a rose or something? No, it's three hours away. That's that's too far. <laughs> or just jerk off in front of my... On my land? I do want to go and stand on your land, but I'll wait till you come to Scotland. We'll go visit it. <laughs> well, I'll drive you up for the day. We'll get pub lunch. <laughs> ah, yes. That would be lovely. A lovely pub lunch. It looks like such a nice time, Ollie. Oh, my God. Um, out here, we're uh, we're frying eggs outside. Without I've a seen stove. a TikTok actually of someone in Dubai heating up their pizza on the on the pavement. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, so this is really sad, right? But my brother came down from India because Dr. it's his asshole. fiance's birthday. Yeah, Doctor Asshole. Um, it's his, it was his his uh, fiance's birthday yesterday, right? And so he came down specifically for her birthday. It's her thirtieth birthday. And so he comes down, and and then yesterday in the morning there is a full-on sandstorm. So what? he's we can't yeah we cannot see shit outside the window like nothing. So so we're just like oh my god what the fuck do we do? And he's like well I fucking came down from a different country to go to Dubai and now I can't. Can you not? When it's a sandstorm, I've never been in a sandstorm. Dirt sandstorm. I used to break dance to that. Is that what they play out the PA system? So you know it's a sandstorm. Anyway, I've never been in a sand. I've never been in a sandstorm. Can you not drive in one? Is it impossible? Uh it's dangerous because if if you do, there's a you run the risk of like getting to accidents and stuff. And there's this video. If I I need to see if I can find it, but there is basically a pileup of people who were driving it was fog though which is quite similar to a sandstorm and they were just like cars smashing into each other and it was so dangerous and then people like have an accident they get out the car they're like oh my god my car and people are screaming at them like get the fuck out of the road because cars are still like flying into these it was a fucking disaster 
But yeah, so we, we have sandstorms every I now and then. Imagine if you're in a sandstorm that if if you've got like your air on or whatever in your car, like surely the the car's sucking in the sand. Well, yeah, but you have that option of fil- like refiltering the air inside the car, right? Do you have to so refilter. We always. Well, yeah, but you, we always keep that in. So if you fart, that's it. Game over. <laughs> Just it's done. <laughs> <laughs> so we we typically like to we don't we don't get the outside heat or dusty air so we keep it like filtered inside so you you're breathing clean air basically kg i'm not one for using too much aircon because of the high fuel prices but when i've been out of my car recently i have been blasting the aircon what temperature oh. do you have your aircon on at in my car uh yeah so i'm <laughs> i'm very cautious about my aircon because over here, if you live here long enough, you understand that if you go from like extremely hot to extremely cold, like a lot of people like to put their air cons on like 10 degrees Celsius and, you know, the house is freezing. So because they're like, oh, it's so hot outside. But that's what, how you get you, sick. Do, do you mean white people? Is that what you're trying to say? No, no, no. Oh, everyone, <laughs> everyone. Like this is, this is brown people over here. They're like, oh, it's so hot outside. But so a lot of people do that and then they get sick. They get like a a sore throat and stuff. They're like, I don't know why I keep falling yeah, sick. I, like, cause, I, I can cause... relate to that. I got uh, tonsillitis <laughs> from aircon. Yeah. So, yeah. and aircon's really bad for you, if, especially if you don't clean it, because there's so much dust and germs and bacteria that, that collects in your aircons. So, so this, uh, so this is like a common phenomenon here where people just keep falling sick. And so, I'm very cautious. I, I like to keep it at a 20 degrees minimum Ooh, in my car. Minimum. But, minimum. But when it gets really hot, I have dropped it down to 15. Right. Because it's just, okay. it's too hot. And I am like, in I the middle cool of off. that. I'm an 18.5 guy. Oh, wow. 18.5. Yeah. My OCD doesn't allow me to do that. So I like 18.5. 18.5 is my default setting, even if it's not hot. 18.5, that's uh-huh. the temp I like in the car. So, I mean, the car has to work a bit harder when it's hot to go to 18.5. I'll go up to 22 mm. if Eloise is in the car. But Eloise doesn't like aircon. She likes the window down. So when we drove up to Loch Lomond, um, I had the air on really low with my window up and just the air blasting at me. And then she had her window down. So best of both worlds. Hmm. Mm. Does, does Listeners, what do you get your aircon at? Let us know. Yeah, tell us now while mm. we're waiting for you to to speak. What about in the house? Wow, is it, tw- is it twenty in the house as well? My, this is excellent conversation. By the way, people are just like, <laughs> "What kind of a fucking bullshit ass <laughs> roast is this?" I'm just waiting on you talking saying, about. <laughs> I'm waiting on you saying. <laughs> I'm genuinely TikTok. curious. I'm waiting on you saying now uh, switching gears. <laughs> <laughs> We should fucking switch gears, Ollie, and talk about something interesting. <laughs> like some professional wrestling, Ollie, because oh. we have had a very um, talk-worthy week, let's say. You know, Kenny and Finn haven't been there to share their sort of insights. You know, Finley Martin is slacking off again. This guy, I swear to God. I mean, someone needs to put him in check. But, you know, we are here to give the listeners what they want, and that is information on professional wrestling in the most humorous way possible. If you're coming to us for information, you need to ask yourself com- some serious yeah. questions. <laughs> However, Ollie, I still do think that we need to put 
30 minutes on that cock tick. Talk. Tick-tock, boys. Do you like that? Well, pause. I like that. I like that. Mm. There was, uh, like, you know, this this whole thing of, oh, my God, he's building it. He's building yeah. it. He's little building pause it. to heighten the senses, KJ. <laughs> I'm going to jump right into it, Ollie. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Dexter Loomis has been caught by the police for... For pedophilia, right? No, it was a Did car crash, like... KJ. So if you listen to oh. uh, Alex McCarthy's interview with Dewdrop on the Inside the Ropes YouTube channel, she confirmed mm-hmm. during the interview that there was a car crash while she was in the parking lot with Nikki Cross and <gasps> it was Dexter Loomis that crashed the car. Oh. Oh, wow. Yeah. She, she said that on the Inside the Ropes YouTube channel? Inside the Ropes YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash inside the ropes, itrwrestling.com forward slash YouTube. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, that's some good place to get some information, Ollie. But, also, in that um, same interview, KJ, AJ Styles popped <laughs> in. So watch that. It's good. Oh, wow. Mm. And and so and that kind of ties in really well because he was there at the end of Raw watching the commotion of Dexter Loomis being taken away. Now, I absolutely fucking loved it i loved the way the whole thing was executed i could have done without the whole commentary like hey what's that what's that what's that Dexter? What's no that? i loved it i loved the subtlety it was like different I, storytelling yes yeah yeah I'm, I'm, i mean to be fair i'm very i'm just nitpicking here so but it, i i love the whole thing it was great the way they did the whole oh my god what's gonna happen now what's gonna happen here I I absolutely fucking loved it, Ollie. And it was so good and so well told. Um, I feel like Dexter Loomis might be the first person to come out, maybe? Do you think this is telling something? Come out as gay? No, no, no. That's not what I mean. I <laughs> mean, like, mean? come out to the ring as in, in that form, like, you know. Do you think he's going to be part of something bigger or is it just going to be oh, Dexter Loomis? 100%. The way the way is coming. Mark my words, Johnny Gargano, Candice, Indy and Dexter will be back together on the main roster. I honestly and believe that. What about Austin? I think they're going to be a little there's going to be a little to and fro with with Austin because he's he's been naughty. Hmm. I think Dexter Loomis is so, going to be a babyface for sure. Well, yeah, obviously, the way they did it was so cool, right? He's just like, and he's being taken away, and the security's like apprehending him, and then they unveil the hood, and it's like, oh, that's Dexter Loomis. It was so, so good. I am all for Triple H bringing back good people from NXT, but not shit people. I will talk about that in a bit. Um, Uh oh. What did you think of Champa? I loved that match. That Champa Lashley match was fucking brilliant. You can take your Champa. John Moxley and Chris Jericho and shove it up your arse. That, I oh mean, my I mean, God. I mean, I did enjoy that match, right? I did enjoy Jericho and Moxley. I did. But Champa and Lashley was a way better match. I was way more invested in Champa Lashley. So, <laughs> Dave Meltzer. Dave Meltzer gave Jericho and Moxley a 4.75 star rating, which is identical to how much he gave Shawn Michaels and Undertaker at WrestleMania 25. KG, why? Ollie. My lord, my lord. Why the fuck? 
Malora, why the why... fuck do you ever listen to that guy? He's... I don't why, why do people care about his opinion? It's I don't listen to him for his opinion. I listen to him for his backstage news. Uh-huh. Okay. But like, if fair. you get annoyed about the star rating, then you need to... Like, life's more important than... Uh, yeah, it's his opinion. Fucking guy's opinion on wrestling. Who cares? Yeah, it's his fucking opinion. And you know, sometimes people have wrong opinions, so it's fine. It's okay. It's not everyone's you know? opinion is right to them. Yes, but here he's wrong. Okay, Shawn Michaels Undertaker is the best match in wrestling history. WrestleMania twenty five. So fight me. Yeah. I don't I mean, give I a fuck. Can't disagree. Yeah. So uh, I personally. I I I'm <laughs> I to be fair, I watched the the Moxley and Jericho match in like parts, and I was like, oh my god, Moxley's bleeding again. Ugh. and then Jericho has him in the fucking line tamer or the walls for like the whole commercial break, and you're just like, oh, why do like, you watch? Why? why do you watch the American version? Why don't you watch the fight version? You don't get commercials. Well, I don't. Regardless, I don't want to see a man regardless, in a fucking it was, it was actually re- because there was no commercials in the fight TV version. It was actually really exciting. The Boston Crab. You didn't know what was going to happen. Um, um, I did shit on the Jericho match earlier, but I, that's just in comparison to the Lashley match. Like I enjoyed that more, but the Jericho match was brilliant. I thought Jericho looked great in it. Um, he's he's rolling back the years somehow. Whatever the fuck he's doing, he needs to keep doing it. There was a point in that match, KJ, where I thought Jericho was going to win. And that Did is you? what that is what when wrestling's good when you don't know what's going to happen. That's why I like the Lashley Champa match because I thought Champa was going to win when he was hitting all his NXT finishers like deep into the match. Yeah. I was like, oh fuck, oh fuck! I really <laughs> thought he was going to win. And then when Jericho was, he almost had when he he almost had Moxley, and then he put him in the line team at the end. But fuck, he was there's too much blood in that match. I don't like blood, KJ. Too much blood. Yeah, yeah. I personally thought the opening match, the the casket match, was was way better than the main event. I thought Darby Allen and Brody King did a fantastic job. I loved the finish. I loved the finish. Yeah. The whole Sting and the coffin <laughs> thing was like the lights were off for so long because you know Sting has to like gingerly make his way down the ramp, KJ, find the coffin, and get into did it. Did you see when they opened the casket and Sting got up like an old man? Like took, yeah. he used the he used like the the baseball bat as like a walking stick, and I'm like, Sting, you're supposed to pop up, but then I forgot. He's like seventy, right? <laughs> it's Sting getting up really it's slowly. <laughs> you know, you know how the movie Logan was about old man Logan. Yeah, like Wolverine's like old version. We have old man Sting on AW now. It's yeah. old man Sting. Now he's covering up his lower arms as well. Like he's just in the full body. Yeah, he doesn't want anyone to see his old man tits. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Good for him. He's still doing it better than Ric Flair. Fucking hell. Uh. But you know what? Sting. The Sting thing was was a bit much. But you know the finish of the Brody King match where where Darby chokes him with his own chain and then he falls into the casket and the casket Mm -hmm. closes itself was so good. It was done really, really well. Really well timed. But yeah. Brody King was bleeding way too much. Too much blood, man. Uh, not for you, huh? KJ, we can't not talk about AEW and not talk about the return of CM Punk. C- uh, hey, hey, he's finally <laughs> back. 
finally back to save. So, do you feel because a lot of people are like he was he was gingerly hopping on that foot? That's the second time I've used that word. Already. This podcast is but, brought to you by the word gingerly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, are you feeling sad? Here's some blue chew. <laughs> you remember those Jericho commercials at the almost awkward? <laughs> we'll get back to that in a second about you wanting to commit suicide. Here's some blue chew. <laughs> what was it? Tahoma Omaha State? No, Omaha Steaks. Steaks. Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks. Yeah. I know. I just slapped one on the grill at the weekend. It was delicious. Yeah. Omaha Steaks. <laughs> Omaha Steaks. Uh, so I feel like... Um, I feel like CM Punk, because they said that he's not ready yet, but I feel like he must be, right? He has to be ready. It's happening. This is what we said was going to happen last week. He's coming back. They're building the match. MJF's going to jump him and win the title. (laughs) No, don't don't do that. Don't tell me all this because it's not going to happen. I am like 32% sure it's going to (laughs) happen. Is your percentage perfection for that happening 32%? 32%. It's like a good thunder. Wow. Uh, Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I can't. Oh, I don't know. They need Does to sell pay-per-views. Back? The only way they're going to sell pay-per-views is if it's CM Punk versus Moxley title for title. Punk's not ready to come back. They don't want to risk him getting hurt even further. He's going to get jumped before the match. It's going to be MGF. Moxley's going to call some. Whoever did this guy here right now, I want to kick someone's ass. MGF's coming out. It's for the title. MGF wins. And he's going to stand with both the belts saying, fuck you, Tony Khan. <laughs> I could give no fucks about Moxley. I just, he's not for me, Ollie. He's just not for me. I can't, I can't. There's just, I saw him, like, I saw a thing with him and Effie, and, like, he's supposed to be this badass, and then he kisses Effie, and then Effie's like, oh, my God, oh, look at that. Like, Effie's almost a comedy character, and, like, if you see the world champion, imagine Roman Reigns was doing, like, comedy skits. Like, that's just not, like, how is your world champion Mm -hmm. being goofy? And that was like one of Big E's big criticisms as well, right? That you can't be the world champion and be goofy at the same time. Yeah. I just, I don't understand Moxie's character. Are you like a serious badass or are you a comedy character? or What, do you, what are you? What are you? I'm John Moxley. I'm John I know Moxley. that, but like, yeah. what are you? I mean, yeah. I just, yeah. I don't get I'm it. I'm kind of with you. I, I liked Mox at the start of AEW, but I don't like who he's, see, mm-hmm. since he came back after his time off, I, I haven't liked him at all, to be fair. Yeah, and a lot of people are feeling that way. A lot of John Moxley fans I've seen on the internet um, and Twitter and stuff, they're, they're saying the same things. Like, he's just not... And I feel like... I don't feel like he's changed. I feel like people are just kind of seeing what I've always seen. And it's just... I don't get this character. I don't get the guy. I have nothing against him personally. You know, I'm sure he's a lovely person. It's just this this character that he plays of John Moxley just doesn't make any sense to me. The wrestling's not great. Blood. The blood thing. Oh my god, that just irks me. Having having blood in a match does not make a wrestling match. And and, and that pisses me off like, so much. If it's used sparingly, occasionally, like the dog collar match yes. with CM Punk and MJF, yes. that, the blood in that was perfect. I did not mind the blood. But just having yeah. blood every week on TV, it, you ruin it. Like, it doesn't mean anything anymore. It doesn't. Yes. I don't. I don't pop for it. It's supposed to be used occasionally, not all the time. It takes. It takes away so much. But and when uh, your cameras pick about... up people blading every fucking week, it, <laughs> you know. It's, I feel like we're being quite negative on AEW, but I'm not. I, I really enjoyed it this week. I, I thought it was a, a return to form, but 
those problems that we've spoken about on the podcast, they're still there and I don't know how they're going to go away. I don't, do, oh, I don't. Here's the question. I, do you think uh-huh. Omega returns on Wednesday? So everyone's talking about how Omega is going to be the third man in the Young Bucks trio. I mean, maybe, maybe but like, isn't that like kind of a flat return? Like, don't you want to do that at a paper? It's Omega. He's one of the biggest wrestlers in AW. Why would you just well, burn KG, it on a All on the a chat Wednesday online night? was that Tony Khan wants the first trio's champions to be the Young Bucks and Omega. And he was waiting. So he's had them mm-hmm. in the works for months and months and months. <clears throat> But he didn't want to debut them until Omega was cleared to come back. So that's the chat. Now Omega, apparently he's doing this tournament because now Omega's cleared to come back. But then okay. the final oh, well, is the final of that going to be the Dark Order versus the Young Bucks and Omega? That That's so underwhelming. So it's going to be Hangman Adam Page on that side with the Dark Order? No. He, did you not watch Dynamite? Hangman said he wasn't going to no, be no. in the tournament. He says that, but surely someone gets injured ah, and then Hangman Adam in. Page gets oh, in. Oh, yeah, but, but maybe. Yeah. But maybe. still, it's Hangman Adam Page and what, Johnny Hungy and Alex Reynolds? What ones of the Dark Order are still employed? Like, <laughs> uh, Literally, Johnny Hungy, Alex Reynolds, Evil Uno, and and the 10 guy, Vance, Vance Archer. A negative one. <laughs> That's it. Negative one. I think it's time sake. for it's time for Amanda Huber to make her television debut. The Dark Order. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> we have to talk about the big thing that happened on Dynamite Ollie. Kind of bigger than the CM Punk return was uh when Anna J was choking out that girl, uh JR <laughs> it cuts back to the commentary table and JR says, Well that's a way to go. <laughs> Oh, God bless JR. Like, God bless like, him. JR, JR, I'm going to raise a Mountain Dew to you. Here, here pal. Here you oh, go. Oh, actually, KG actually has a Mountain Dew. I have a Mountain Dew, and I'm going to take a swing for you. Uh, swing. A swig for you. Mm. Just finish it. Oh. so much left in it. Finish oh, it. Oh, man. Finish no, it. No, no, I can't. I can't. Right. I don't have JR's tolerance. Oh. Um, <laughs> I don't have JR's Mountain Dew tolerance. Um. But yeah, it's so funny. As soon as it comes back, he's looking over and Excalibur is trying not to make eye contact because he knows Jared's going to say something. And he's like, well, that's a way to go. Can Excalibur make eye contact? Because no one can see his eyes. Oh, true. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of... Yeah, I never thought of it that way. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, uh, JR, you're, you're a gem. Um, harking back to... to WWE for a second. Uh, we 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 switching gears uh, on SmackDown. I'm 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 loving the whole story of Sami Zayn there for the Usos and the Bloodline and how I love how he just refers to the Usos as Hey Us Hey Us Us and he keeps using the terminology that they use. <laughs> I fucking love it. And then and then the whole sacrificing himself for Drew that was fucking great. Um, what do you think is going to happen with the whole Sami Zayn story? I don't know, but I don't know. I've never really thought about that. I've just been enjoying it. Surely, I, I surely like they're building Ro- him up. Roman's just going to batter him, I suppose, because Roman doesn't know that. Like, I feel like the the whole Sami Zayn honorary us thing is 
between Paul Heyman and the Usos and Sami Zayn. Like, I bet Roman doesn't even know because he's too, he's too big time to care. Right. But uh, I, I feel like it's going to lead to a babyface Sami Zayn match against Roman Reigns where Roman will win. But I think it'll be a great story and it's a good way to turn Sami babyface because I think that's what people want. Yeah, can you and... remember? When was... Yeah. Yeah, I was, when, when was, was the last time Sami Zayn was a face? It's been so long. It, well, he turned heel when he saved Kevin Owens against Shane McMahon at Hell in a Cell. Remember that? Was it that He long pulled ago? Kevin. Yeah, that was like maybe oh. 2018. Yeah. Jeez, that or was 2019, a long time ago. 2018, 2019. Yeah, it was a very long time ago. Speaking of so, Kevin Owens, oh, no. he destroyed Ezekiel. Ah. <sighs> Is he, he coming back as Elias now? Yeah, he's definitely coming back. Oh, I'm so happy. He's just he's out with an injury so he can grow his beard back. 100%. <laughs> oh my god, no. What if he comes back as like fucking Elmo or Elroy or whatever? Nah, because that was Vince. Vince thought that was funny, but Triple H is probably like, uh, Ezekiel shit. Just come back as Elias. Go yeah. away, grow, grow, your, grow your beard. Do some weights. Grow your beard, grow your hair, and come back. He's going to be like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like Elias would be that poor guy. He's got so many scars on his face as well. I understand why he kept that beard because because his face is a bit like scarred up. Yeah. So the beard would be better. Um, KJ, <laughs> I'd love to see. Let's fucking get. Let's sorry for cutting you off. Let's fucking get KO back in something juicy. So okay, this is what I wanted to ask you, like. What I understand that they're trying to push the the United States Championship, right? They're trying to make it like it's the number one title on Raw. Fine, do that. Make it prestigious. That's what I want to see, right? But do we think that Kevin Owens will become world champion? Let's say the next two years. Oh, I hope so. I really I want to see KO have a good run on top. He deserves it. He is so good. Ah. Oh. I feel like with Tri- Triple H loves him, right? I feel like with Triple H in charge, yeah. there is a chance. What we need to do is focus on getting both those belts separated so that we can have a world champion yes. on Raw. Yes, for sure. And the chatter is that Raw or the USA Network wants a title, a main title on Raw, which completely understandable. But like they're building all these contenders who's who's gonna be like is it gonna be cody because cody's only gonna come back like like at the royal rumble why do we have the same brain because i was in my head i was thinking cody (laughs) we're the same person because also no one else is built up (laughs) true i think i i would love to see not at wrestlemania but this could if you build up kevin owens properly and you give cody the title kevin owens versus cody in a feud the promos would be epic the matches would be (sighs) tremendous and you'd you'd want I like I love Cody, but I'd want to see KO beat him. That'd be so good. And K and KO loves oh. Dusty Rhodes. He always wears Dusty Rhodes t shirts. Dusty helped him in the performance center. The story writes itself, it would be fucking epic. I think he was wearing a, a Dusty Rhodes t shirt in his promo yeah. backstage. He was so yeah. Oh Kevin Owens. Oh man, no, don't do this. Little to me, Kevin Owens, man, he's little I say little because he's dropped like what fifty pounds. He looks brilliant. He looks so slim. Oh. Oh, and <laughs> you know backstage that the, the conversation with Triple H was like, Hey, hey Kevin, I'm back. He's like, <laughs> Alright, can I stop doing the goofy shit? Can I go kill Elias? 
yeah, go on. <laughs> and then he just like fucking walks out, slips on the stairs a bit. It's okay. We 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 forgive you. That's Kevin. fine. That was humid. Then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he still had some of the Nashville humidity on his yeah, foot. Yeah. And then and then he goes in and fucking wrecks him. Remember the pop up power bomb on the apron that would fucking murder people? Yep, that's back. Let's it's do back. that again. Yes. Boom. Yes. You know what I'm excited for now is is Braun Breaker on the main roster. I feel like Triple H will make that guy a fucking megastar. Yeah. Uh, what? How do you do? You think he'll keep the name? Well, I, yeah, maybe. I I don't think he's gonna become like Braun or Break or Breaker or something. But do you think? Are you asking if he's gonna go to Braun Steiner? Or Rex Steiner or whatever. I don't know. Remember there was a lot of chat about that months ago. That he's going to go to Braun Steiner? Well, that's what Braun people Rick wanted. Steiner? They're like, why is he called Braun Breaker? Blah, blah, blah. For me, I'm used to Braun Breaker now. It doesn't really bother me. But I just, if, yeah. if, if you're going to push this guy, Braun Breaker, and he's going to be this big main event talent, it doesn't really sound that exciting. Braun Breaker versus Roman Reigns is a bit like, what? Bra- what? Braun who? Like, it's not a very serious name. It's like Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. It's not a very serious name. Yeah, you know, it you can't see it on silly. the marquee, you know. Cody Rhodes versus Braun Breaker, you know. Because it's a play on Braun B A R A W N, right? Braun Breaker. He breaks. I think that Vince just body. loves the name Braun, doesn't he? Yeah, Braun Strowman. There's a, there's conversations about Braun uh, Braun Strowman possibly coming back. Oh God! Please How do you no. feel about that? Uh, I don't care. <laughs> I, I didn't mind him so much. I feel like the stuff with The Fiend, you know, that stuff was alright. He wasn't the worst Universal Champion. What do you think about this Fiend chat? I don't know. There's so many things happening. All day. My brain can't <laughs> comprehend all of this. How long have we got left? Uh, we've got about eight minutes left. Oh, or let's not, talk, yeah, but, let's uh, talk about The about Fiend nine, then. Give me your thoughts on The minutes. Fiend. We've got time. Um... Oh, I don't know. I like The Fiend, obviously. But how does he come back? Is is Dexter Loomis part of his stable? Is he... Because he's got Wyndham Six on his like thing, right? So does he have six people in his stable or something? I don't think he comes... If he comes back, he doesn't come back as The Fiend. I think he comes back as Bray Wyatt. And he comes back That'll as... That would be good. He doesn't come back as um, Firefly Funhouse Bray Wyatt. He comes back as old Bray Wyatt, reborn kind of Hawaiian shirty, that kind of Bray Wyatt, goat mask thing type thing. But The Fiend was so popular. Why would he just abandon that? Because The Fiend couldn't wrestle a match because The Fiend couldn't, didn't sell for anyone. There was, when, tell me, maybe there was one good Fiend match and it was against Daniel Bryan and a gym and that was it. Yeah. Like there was, (laughs) there was no good Fiend matches because The Fiend is this supernatural being who, who, doesn't feel pain so if you bring Bray Wyatt back you can't you can't have that because that wouldn't work there's no drama in his matches and all the spooky shit is fun to a point but remember how annoyed we were at the fiend towards the end (laughs) well that's because we saw him jumping the guardrail (laughs) (laughs) and please whatever the fuck you do keep Alexa Bliss away from the fiend Oh my god, yes, please. Uh, who mentioned, Bailey mentioned, like, oh, are you done playing with dolls? I was like, yes, yeah. please say yes, yeah, say yes. Please say yes, please say yes. <laughs> and please change your music back. <laughs> yes, although she said she hated her old music. It's like, why? That was such good music. 
It's like yeah. dun 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 dun. dun, dun yeah. It's cute when uh, she um. I... It's cute when she sings it on the way to the ring. Her new one though. Oh yeah, but I don't, I don't know any of the words, so it's it's still. But okay, so you're asking about the fiend. I feel like if the fiend comes back, I want a stable. I want, like, I want him to lead a team. I want him to have, you know, Dexter Loomis is a perfect candidate. Like, you can have Dexter Loomis in. Fucking throw in Judgment Day with him as well and throw one more person in, you know? Please, I'm, no, I'm down no for Eric that. Rowan. Please don't bring back Eric Rowan and Braun Strowman. No, I'm totally against that. Let's yeah. move on. Let's yeah. move on from them. Yeah. Have, I, don't think, I don't think it would be fair bringing them back with uh, Luke Harper being passed away. I, like, that that era has, has, has done now, I think. Yeah, that would be rough. Everyone would always think of Luke Harper. So you wouldn't want to do that. You want something different. Um, but then you also run the risk of people comparing it with, you know, the whole original white family and stuff i think the only way that your idea for a stable would work would be if there was an opposing stable for them to feud with that's true that's true Here's also like a the survivor idea. series complete idea yeah. uh, uh, before we talk about survivor series what about if the way get back together and then the whites come back and then dexter loomis turns on the way to join the wyatt oh well that'd be good that because but it depends on who Wyatt has. Yeah. That I think it solely depends on that. Cuz you've got the Judgment Day but you don't have any other What are the other factions in you what got if Bloodline Wyatt came Judgment back Day as the leader of Judgment Day. Yeah, cuz kind of there's no like leader per yeah, se, right? That would be that, that could that could Well, that's why I said. That's why I said like throw the Judgment Day in with him. So that would kind of uh that could work, and then, and you, then have you the could, way? and then you could have Edge v Wyatt. Oh, and you could oh do, God. and Edge is all about the storytelling. You could do like a not a Firefly Funhouse, but like a you know like a cinematic esque oh. build to it. Obviously, a normal match, but you could have all the callbacks to Edge and all that kind of thing. That could be cool. Oh my God, the rated R superstar! I bet he mentions Lita, the live sex celebration, <laughs> the. Toronto fucking match where he got put through four table. Oh my god, there'd be so much to talk it'd be, about. It'd be great. Oh. So let, let's let's get it happening. Why it comes back and runs the judgment <laughs> and then, day. And then this Wednesday, why joins the Young Bucks in the trios <laughs> tournament? Oh god. Don't don't please win them. If you're listening to this, do not join Wyatt, AEW. Do Wyatt, not go. Wyatt goes joins that that trios tournament and starts throwing super kicks <laughs> <laughs> super kicks and fireballs yeah because because young bucks will be looking and be like you know what he doesn't sell anything he's perfect for aw perfect <laughs> uh-huh. yeah he doesn't need to learn a new style the fiend. yeah fiend doesn't sell anything so might as well <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, we're all fiends here. AEW, we're all the fiend. <laughs> we embody that. <laughs> Good God. I feel like I don't know what's going to happen towards Survivor Series now because I want to see more factions and I want to see stables and I want to see them go up against each other. You know? I feel like I feel like the Hurt Business should get back together. Yeah. I want the Hurt Business back together. Hurt Business back together. Let's do it. <laughs> I just want only stables. Everything is stable. Hard business would be a great everything. stable. That like I know the yeah. arrogant stable, but even if you had almost in it, like why not? Why not have it? Why yeah. not have them in it too? Yeah, exactly. Fuck it. Just everyone's in a stable. No, no. Wait, AEW does that. No, I don't want everyone in a stable. 
But at what stable? And then let's start the trio's title. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and then we can bring back the LWO with Dominic and Ray leading the LWO. No, let's not do that. Okay. No. In 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 memory of Eddie Guerrero, no, you yeah. don't want you don't want that. That's that, that yeah. was Eddie's thing. Do you think Eddie Guerrero? There'll be like a tournament in honor of Eddie Guerrero in the future. No. No, there should be. He's the greatest wrestler of all time. What are you fucking talking about, Ollie? Jeez, you don't know anything. Um... <laughs> I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about Drew McIntyre real quick. We don't have a lot of time. Uh, Drew McIntyre is is gonna be feuding with Karrion Cross at some point, but it seems as though our fears are kind of at bay. Where it doesn't look like Karrion Cross is going to be part of the match at Clash of the Castle. However, he is probably the reason Drew McIntyre loses the match. You think? You think he cost him the match? I do think so. Yes, because you don't want Drew to have a clean loss. At the same time. You get heat on carrying cross. No, KJ, we want lost. Drew to win. He's gonna win. Exactly. He's not going to win. He's going you to know win. That, the whole country is behind him. <laughs> First British champion. Yeah. yeah British wins good, winning, Scottish but... wins losing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Scottish warrior has just lost to Roman Reigns, but he enters in as the British champion. Um. Yeah, I feel like Karrion Cross is going to be the cause of, of Drew's loss at Did Clash you see the, the thing about Broken Dreams? Yes, I oh did. And... If, I hope he has a spe- if he has a special entrance, I'll be so excited. Oh my god, I, I'll be excited for you. Is it? It's it's at a normal time for you, right? Like yeah, it's not 6pm or something. American time. Um, oh. I am oh. praying for a castle set. Like, I don't. please don't give us an LED board. Please have a castle set. Like or some kind oh, of castle oh, thing, please. Oh, Ollie, <laughs> that would be so good. It'd be so cool. Uh, and like a Welsh dragon, and like oh, it'd be, it'd be so good. Oh, we have about a minute left, Ollie. Uh, I want to get your final thoughts on the debut, re-debut of Hit Row. If you did know, now you know. Hit Row. Um. So it's it's all the shit ones from Hit Row. Apart from uh, with, <laughs> without Swerve Strickland, <laughs> AJ Francis looks like he's been <laughs> been eating his feelings since he got released. <laughs> hey, I I I can't say anything bad about him. I I I really like him, and I I talk to him on occasion. And uh, I'll tell you this: I I sent him a message when I saw the rumors because I talk to him like infrequently. So I sent him a message. I was like, "Hey, man." Um, been seeing rumors and stuff, so uh, if you're going to debut on SmackDown, that'd be great. Uh, looking forward to seeing you if you are. And he always replies, but this time he didn't. And then after SmackDown, he like double tapped the message. I was like, okay, see, I yeah. see. So so he did debut. 10 seconds, Ollie. Um, and yeah, then, so if uh, we are going to be a tag team, that's fine to beef up the tag team division, but I don't, they need to be better because that was underwhelming. And the cr- Pipe 10 crowd noise was rubbish. I miss, I miss work. Time's up, bitches. Oh, mate. That was... Oh, uh, mate. There was a lot. We're going to have... I think next week is predictions, is it? Predictions is it predictions next week already? Predictions for, for <laughs> We've got two predictions to do 
in either next week or the week after. No, it's the week after. No, it's, it's the only week the after. Yeah, it's the, the yeah. It's Mon- Monday the 29th we'll do predictions. So we've got to do predictions for All Out and Clash at the Castle. Oh, fucking that, hell. Is that potluck week as well? Uh, no, Potluck's, Potluck is, pot, is next Potluck's week. Potluck's next week. Okay, thank God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> that would be too much. No. Yeah. We'd be, we'd be roasting forever. Um, but what the? What the? Oh, right. <laughs> um, okay. If okay. you, you Yeah. No, something something like I, I clicked something and something started ringing in my ear and I freaked out. Um, I live alone. Uh, so <laughs> if you enjoyed this podcast, uh, check out the Pot of Thunder. We do a uh, fucking... Nice catch there, Ollie. Nice catch. Um, we we do a fucking terrible job at reviewing whatever garbage went down in WCW Thunder. Uh, last week's episode was interesting. Uh, as in last week's Thunder review was interesting because uh, Russo is there and now a lot of stuff is happening under Russo's tutelage. So um, it should be it should be an interesting few months before they give up on thunder from going from it being basically wwe velocity to now being yeah. like dynamite it's it's a big shift it's, it's there's yeah. a lot happening. yeah that's what it there's a lot <laughs> happening chavo guerrero is was on the show and he's looking for he's looking for yeah. goldberg but goldberg isn't there and sid's interrupting people and powerbombing people with his music playing and there's the Benoit's there and he Benoit's a, a, a what's that called like a psychic he he appears on the stage before Sid even calls him out and yeah, then, yeah. And then his music plays it's fucking Benoit wild. really knows how to teleport he, he, he actually has teleporting power he's a teleporter like yeah um, yeah <laughs> Uh, that's on our Patreon, itrwrestling.com forward slash Patreon. We also have Wrestling Roast merch, Rory. Um, shop.itrwrestling.com. Uh, get Rory your wrestling did roast. Say, Rory did say that he was going to um, buy the Wrestling Roast sweatpants for I'm, coming to see Regal. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing pictures of that. Ollie, if he does, please take a picture with him. Of course. Uh, I will put my head to next to his lower body. That would be Oh. Mm. Oh. oh, sorry. I'm so distracted right now. Uh, ITRwrestling.com forward slash YouTube. Uh, as Ollie says, shit ton of stuff on our YouTube channel. Check out the Dewdrop interview with AJ Styles popping in. And uh, there's loads, loads of stuff on our YouTube channel. We also have our Clips channel. Check out our Clips channel. Uh, follow us at inside underscore the ropes on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. ITRwrestling.com forward slash Facebook. Follow us on twitch.tv forward slash inside the ropes. And remember... ITRwrestling.com is where this and all other ITR podcasts are available, along with Jim Ross, Kofi Kingston, Jen Louise, Paul Heyman, Taz, Ricky Starks, Meerkat Lee, Finley Martin, Jim Cornette, Kenny McIntosh, Chris Jericho. Say it with me! A plethora of news! Oh my god, that's a plethora of news. It's also now available just go to itrwrestling.com. Inside the Ropes magazine is now available. Ships worldwide. Just go to insidetheropesmagazine.com and order your copy today with the late Vince McMahon. Uh, <laughs> as in, he was he was late to the the party we invited him to. He was late. Yeah, not he dead. Was late. He was uh, he was too busy uh, filing uh, an NDA. Yes, uh, filing paperwork. <laughs> follow Ollie at Ollie. Also follow me at that KJ guy. And you can smack our asses like a drum. Smack my ass like a drum. 
at the RVD show. So uh, William Regal tickets are all sold out, folks. But RVD tickets are still available. Go to itrtix.com and get your tickets today. Um, and also check out our uh, our podcast that we did for KJ and AZ Super Crazies, where we did a bracket trying to figure out who the greatest, best, most entertaining MCU character of all time was. A lot of people are coming to me and saying I've, that I've got they an disagree. idea for an episode. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it can be like a sort of debate episode, and you fantasy book what you would do if you were in charge of the DC universe. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Like that would be really, okay. really good. Like everyone has like, say you have to come up with six things you would do and you have to have reasons uh-huh, why uh-huh. and then you debate it or whatever. I think it'd be really good. That's a good episode. Yeah. Let's, let's, we can workshop that for the, for the next one you're on, Ollie. Yeah, uh, that'd be good. We'll be in, in a few months. Yeah. Um, the next episode, actually, we're, we're planning a debate episode. I'll, I'll reveal it here. Um, it's going to be Batman villains versus Spider-Man villains. And oh. who has the better villains? Oh, that's good. That is good. So so that's going to be our debate episode. That's the special one. So special episode comes at, at the end of every month. Because Spider-Man uh, and, and Batman have the best villains. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So so uh AZ is taking on one side and uh our guests will be taking on the other. So yeah, you got to stick around for that. It's going to be a good one. The next uh episode we're actually th- doing a throwback review of Batman Begins. So while people catch up on the Netflix people, show Sandman, catch up on their sleep, then they can listen yeah. to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh the Sandman that is out on Netflix now apparently which is doing really well. It's very highly rated on Netflix. Um we will be reviewing that in about 3 is weeks. Is it the Sandman from Batman? Back to stuff. The Sand No, you're thinking of Spider-Man. Sandman oh, is in Spider-Man. Right, right, right. No, well, it's, think it's it's I'm a DC of- Right, I'm thinking Scarecrow. I was getting confused. No, yeah. So this is a DC character, uh, Sandman, and apparently right. the show's doing well. So we're giving people time to watch it before we review it. I wouldn't get and, too invested uh, in yeah. any DC properties right now. I'm so worried that they're going to cancel Peacemaker, KJ. Oh God, no! Uh, James Gunn said that Peacemaker is not going to be canceled. They're not touching it. Oh, so thank God. Thank so God. Peacemaker safe. However, Ezra Miller, jeez, uh, that guy, Ooh. oh my god. I mean, I went I, on a rant. I want to see this uh, Flash movie, but I want it. I want them to just get, this could be Ezra Miller's, just get him out of the DCEU, like, get them out. Like, like, this, is, so there's... this could be like a reset film type thing. <laughs> so, uh, the conversation is too long to get into over here, but on the podcast this week, the podcast is out. As we as we're talking right now, um, the KJ and AZ super crazies. We talk about Ezra Miller and what the DC universe is attempting to do with the whole right. Ezra Miller situation. Mm-hmm. So if you guys want to hear on on how DC's handling that situation, uh, check out the podcast. And we because we do a whole news bit. We do a review this week. We did a review of the Batman Unburied podcast, which is our first audio review. We've never done a review of an audio show. And if you haven't heard this podcast, it's on Spotify. It's a Spotify exclusive with famous people voicing the actors. And it's a little story. It's eight episodes or ten episodes. I can't remember. 
but it's it's a short story Ooh. of one of Batman's villains called the Harvester. Good to listen to if you're going on a long drive or you're traveling somewhere. Oh, it's a fantastic listen. Um, it's it's obviously we get into details on the plot. I don't want to give any spoilers away, but it's in it's a superb show, superb. Um, definitely recommend you. It it you you literally get teleported into that world as soon as you put on your headphones and listen to this. It's it's a fantastic show. So we review that. We talk about the news. Uh, and uh, yeah, we we play a little game at the end of the thing. Every every episode, there's a sixty second game that we play. And uh, yeah, and and the end of the month, there's a special special episode with a guest. So yeah, sounds check it like out. a it's good be... time, KJ. A fun time. So yeah, uh, <laughs> that's a good way to go. So uh, Ollie, <laughs> there's only one thing left to say. And that's, I love you, pal. I'm going to go <laughs> indulge myself in some Mountain Dew and go watch some Anna J matches. Hmm. <laughs> I love you, bye. <laughs> I love you, bye. I love you, bye. <laughs> Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.